0: i Spaces
1: Oh, hello everyone welcome to nft happy hour while we're getting some minutes to have more people join us because today is going to be a great space i'm gonna ask you guys please like and retweet the space so we can get more people joining with we have been um having some issues uh, with people not getting the notifications. So, you know, any help will count. In the meantime, let me give you a little intro. Uh, as you can imagine, just for my boys and Maria, <laughs> I am the one hosting today. Uh, Joe won't be able to join us today because he has to work, but here I am with my alter ego, Audrey, apparently running this bar, getting ready to have a really nice um, happy hour. So hope you get your favorite drinks ready. Um, please forgive me if I need to speak, you know, this quietly because I have all the family behind me sleeping already. Tomorrow we're moving back to Portugal. So, you know. Just trying to keep it quiet over here. So with that being said, today we have two amazing, not going to say project, because we have a marketplace with us, which is Stargaze, and as well, Yellowto. So guys, if you want to give a little intro, even though I know you don't need to, because we will know you guys in the meantime, while we get more people joining, I will appreciate it.
2: Hey, absolutely. So this is Bonzi, as most people know me with the Stargaze account. Um, I'm just going to be hopping up here, and I mostly kind of want to talk a little bit more about some upcoming features for the platform, uh, such, such as infinity pools or infinity swaps, uh, IBC minting, and uh, one other feature that I don't think that has been circulated a ton yet is uh, and I just don't want to name it yet because I want to be able to explain the uh, entire like, process of it before I go on about it.
1: That's amazing. We're really hyped and we're really looking forward to hear from those news. But I want to welcome Gaines. Gaines, thank you so much for assisting today being my co-host. How are you doing?
3: Hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? My audio Okay.
1: We can not hear you.
3: I'm doing good, Maria. I feel like we had a big win today with the uh, governance proposal that, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about. Um, it's moving in the direction that we hoped it was. So, yeah, I'm doing good. I feel really happy. I feel like we had a lot of support from the, the real community that is, like, active in Stargaze. Um, and I'm eating Taco Bell, so that makes it even better. Like, dude, Taco Bell. Oh, my gosh.
1: Dude, I just had Burger King, okay? So definitely Fridays for fast food. Yes, we need it. We deserve it. I mean, nothing better, right, That than before end of the Happy Hour. We have Gelato. I'm sure that we have Risby behind the count. Risby, you want to give us a little intro about Gelato and what you're going to talk here with us before we start?
4: Yeah, of course. Uh, my name is Risby. I'm the co-founder of Gelato and Maria. Little Games, thank you so much for having us up here. So today I kind of wanted to dive into the NFT side of our business. You know, from the very beginning, we have been a gaming company, but we have also done, you know, infrastructure for Web3, hosting validators, relayers and other piece of infrastructure that essentially generates revenue. And now we're trying to put a lot more energy into NFTs. We have our own core collection, but, you know, working with other creators, we're actually looking to launch a NFT label, which is going to be focused around onboarding new content creators into the web 3 space, being able to help them launch their own collection, give them any type of support, whether it's smart contract development, merchandising, you know, anything they need to make them successful in this space. And also want to briefly touch upon a future and you know venture that we're looking to pursue once we launch the NFT label, which is launching a NFT AI-powered platform on EVM chain that's gonna offer things like copyright protection, AI assistant for content creators and more. So definitely a lot of fun things to talk about. And little games, I just wanted to quickly mention that prop that you're talking about, I'm so happy that it is moving in the direction that's best for Stargaze community. You know, during a bear market, it's kind of rare that a lot of people come out, you know, they vote on things, they show their passion, but Stargaze has one of the most active communities out there and Prop 223 sort of shows you that it's potentially a bad deal for Stargaze, but the community came through They voiced your opinion. They really pushed validators to sort of vote the correct way. So all of these things make me happy. And that's the perfect news for like a Friday.
3: Hell yeah, dude. And I really want to thank people that were brave enough to jump in that space with the, um, <clears throat> the people behind the, the Cosmos Millions uh, project for real. Like, thank you so much for, for stepping up and, and voicing your opinion and your thoughts. And as, as you guys can see, it's clearly a big no. Um, so, wow, just very, very happy to, to see the community rallying behind us.
1: 100%. And this is another proof of how active and how involved community it is on Stargaze. even though we're going through a beer market and we can, you know, see Twitter is almost dead. No one is hanging out here. But even though community at the end show up, You know, so I'm really happy to see that happening as well. Uh, With that being said, let's going to start this NFT happy hour. Welcome, everyone. I see new faces over here. I will ask you, please, to like and retweet the space so we can have more people joining because today we're going to drop here a lot of information. So with that being said, I'm Maria. I'm the founder and artist behind Women from Cosmos, which is here in the stage as well. I'm going to be hosting today without you because he has to be working but joe if you're listening to this you're always with us um yeah us gonna have this thing moving so who wants to to jump first gelato stargaze
3: can i ask can i ask risby a question really quick um it's kind of related to like the discussion today um risby like how what are your thoughts about the whole prop and like how Cosmos Millions is like launching this product that's like supposedly interchain and but kind of really benefits just alum, the Lum the alum network. Like, what are your thoughts really about it? Because I don't I don't think you had enough airtime on that space to talk about your your personal opinions. Yeah, I think, we're- and then we'll shift we'll shift the we'll shift the direction of the space.
4: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for asking that. Uh, essentially, my biggest concern when it comes to community pool spending is sort of picking winners and losers, right? Essentially, you know, I sort of feel like community-related funding should be stuff that benefits the entire ecosystem, not just a particular project. You know, what Cosmos Million is doing is not a very unique thing. Anyone can do that. We're doing that as well, too. And essentially, when you use community funding to say, hey, we're going to fund this venture right here, now you're sort of opening up the door to other people to sort of do this as well, too. And, you know, one of the things during the space they sort of mentioned is, hey, we need liquidity to do this project yeah that's for everybody you know if you come on stargate and you build a simple app yes there's a chance that that's going to bring in some people to the ecosystem But that's not enough of a reason to sort of you know be able to dip into that so overall i don't think they presented a good enough case on how this benefits the ecosystem a lot of the benefits just simply seemed one-sided especially loom which is essentially a dead chain so that plus the fact that once you're using cosmos million pools your governance powers on those token also goes away too. And it goes to the validator that's staked on. There's just too much being lost by the community and not enough being gained.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, and we didn't even touch on some important topics that like people are bringing up in the coffee house. Um, you know, some someone mentioned like, well, what happens if the validator gets slashed? You know, uh, nobody even touched on that subject because I, I just don't think they were doing such a clear, clear job as it is like explaining like what are the benefits of, doing this for stargaze just uh yeah i, I didn't again, want to mention one uh, last
4: thing i feel like especially in a bear market one of the comments that i saw around cosmos million is hey it's a bear market prices are going down we have to do something so might as well just do this and i think it's a really wrong mentality to, to have that's kind of like more of desperation like hey everything's failing let me just do a bunch of random things and unfortunately if you make, if you spend too much money, you know, making too many wrong bets, that could really impact it, really impact the chain, its chances of coming back. So I don't think we should ever sort of see us in that position that, hey, let's just do something for the sake of trying something new. There should always be some type exactly. of proper, you know, benefit back to the ecosystem and holders if there is money coming out of the community pool.
3: Exactly. And playing that card, obviously, during a bear market, you know, it's going to it's going gonna, it's gonna to touch touch some people's little heart right now because, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Like the, the bear market has impacted a lot of people and yeah, a lot of people have been losing money. So, of course, playing that card will maybe make them put a yes vote when they go vote. Right. So, yeah. And man, good, good, good talks. Good talks though that we had in that coffee house, we had a lot of good discussions. If you're not in the coffee house, please join it. And uh, yeah. Be part of the community over there. Yeah, (laughs) definitely
1: is the place to be. And you guys have been crazy over there. I couldn't even keep up with the conversation. Uh, To whoever not familiar with what we're talking about, it is a Telegram group where you can find everyone here in the space. You can find the best information about the Cosmos Ecosystem, what is happening, new NFTs, everything. So Cosmos Coffee Houses, see you in the audience. Drop the link to your Telegram because I'm sure someone here would love to join. And uh, We have here Cendric, uh, Cedric, and I give you the mic because I don't know if you want to add something of what we've
0: been talking. Uh, yeah, ju- ju- just, uh, ju- just a short thing, really. Uh, you were talking about community spends and uh, how it should benefit the whole ecosystem, right? So uh I just want to go back to uh, to uh, the community spend for Montado where we built up the liquidity for uh, Stargaze or Stars token on, on Montaswap. Uh that has actually now allowed us to uh, to um, add um, Stars as a, a collateral asset for USK. So uh, Stars will soon be a, a collateral asset. <laughs>
1: Okay, thank you so much for joining us and adding the information. If you want to drop any interesting, you know, tweet or something boncy, go ahead. Okay, you guys are waking up. I love it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so I just wanted to speak, not from my personal opinion, but just kind of to mimic like the platform stance on this. Uh, Shane had commented, like at Stargaze, and I don't know what the treasury holds, where they're staked or anything like that. But the platform itself stays out of all governance proposals. Um, on some contentious ones, it will provide guidance sometimes. Uh, that was the wording Shane used, was guidance. And so when it kind of comes to this, and we see these like kind of uh, combative props, we'll try to make sure that we post a bit more about them so the community is aware of them and can voice their opinions. Um, And I just wanted to clarify, because I'm sure, like, I saw people asking, you know, what is Stargazer's Shane? What are you going to do? Uh, So I just wanted to make it clear that, like, we don't push one way or the other. Um, We have, like, some internal chats where we talk about potential changes in the future if we see something we don't like. Uh, This is not from the team, but I know some of our, like, more um, involved community members said for community spend props specifically, should we raise the percent that it takes in order for it to be a yes? to make it so it's harder for community spend props to go through like instead of 50% saying yes or 51% saying yes should be 55 should be 60 something like that so i just want you guys to know that like the platform does watch over these things and monitor them and look for feedback as they're going on in real time
3: yeah 100% bossy <clears throat> um and guidance we got all right guidance is what we did get and uh we're always we're always looking out for the best interests of the community and and stargaze so thanks for bringing that up though uh bonzi
1: yes 100 and now that you were talking Bonsi, let's gonna jump into what is coming to stargaze like let us know split hear the alpha because we have so many people here from the community and we're really looking forward to hear more
2: Absolutely. So the biggest thing that like we want to talk about is Infinity Pools coming out, Infinity Swap, uh, whatever you know them by. It's a tool similar to uh, Pseudo Swap on ETH. Basically, what it lets users do is that they can make their own pool of NFTs for trading. Um, so and I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. You can make three different types of pools. Uh, pools that buy NFTs, pools that sell NFTs, and a mix of both. So let's say you own 50 bad kids, right? And they're just sitting in your wallet. One of the things that you can do with these now is create basically a liquidity pool of NFTs. Uh, and we'll just start with, say, selling them. You can put these NFTs into a pool. It, you get to set the spot price, the initial price of what these NFTs trade at. Now, you can say, let's say every NFT in your pool costs uh, 50,000 stars. Then when a user comes in, they get to pick out the NFT that they want from your pool. They pay 50,000. If somebody buys uh, one of the NFTs in the pool, then the price adjusts dependent upon one of like three equations. I'm not going to go into them too much because really there's a chart in the pools that kind of explains it better. But basically why would you create a pool? You get to set a swap fee for it. So every time someone trades, think of it like royalties, but to the pool owner. So anytime somebody like buys or sells an NFT in your pool, then as the pool creator, you get to earn off of that. Uh, When you make a pool, you get to pick your own price. One of the questions last time was, is it dependent on floor price? Floor price does not play into it at all. So let's say you own a bunch of rare NFTs. You can set the price higher, and that might be a reason that people would trade there. Um, You know, this is kind of one of the things that, like, should help increase liquidity within the ecosystem, encourage more trade, and give you another reason to own, you know, more than just a few NFTs from one collection. Uh, it introduces kind of like this little aspect of DeFi, right? So I'm sure, you know, I'm kind of going over this quick. I'm not hitting like every feature in it. Um, But I also don't want to fill this with technical jargon. But essentially, at the end of the day, you can do a pool that sells NFTs where you only put NFTs in it. You can do a pool that buys NFTs. So you only put stars in it. This is kind of a way to put up a buy wall on, say, the floor price. So you can say, hey, I got 10,000 stars. I'm willing to spend 2,000 stars per NFT. Each NFT I buy, I'm gonna reduce the price I'll pay by like 1,800. So it's kind of a way that you can put up like this buy wall instead of having to put up collection offers one at a time and replace it every time that you, you know, an NFT bid is accepted. And then you have a third dynamic, which is you can set up a pool that buys and sells NFTs. Um, and this is kind of just a way to like keep the pool going. I know there's like a few strategies involved with this one, uh, but I need to dive into it a bit more myself. So this is coming out very, very, very soon. I don't have the exact launch date, but this Damn is less it. than a month away. <laughs> it is. Is less than a month away, and I think it's safe to say it's within a week or two. Um, But I don't want to say exactly. And when it releases, the UI will be fairly simple, but it'll be improved upon once it's released, once we take user feedback. Uh, Go ahead, uh, Nitigo. Nitigo, please go ahead. Oh,
5: hello, everyone. Can you hear me clearly? I'm actually on the bus. Yes. Um, I wanted to ask... Will each person have his own pool, or will people be able to add to existing pools?
2: So to the best of my understanding, each individual user can set up their own pool if they want to. Um, Then otherwise, if you're interacting with someone else's pools, you can buy or sell into them, uh, but like you won't get a cut of that pool. You're only interacting with their pool, if that makes sense.
5: Ah, I see. So this benefits whales then, pretty much.
2: Uh, The main, like the swap fee benefits stays with the pool creator, the kind of like differences depending on the pools that are set up, there can be like arbitrage, you know, opportunities compared to floor price. Uh, There could be a benefit between trading from one pool to another, and users can kind of take advantage of those like as they see it.
1: Ah,
5: thank you, interesting.
3: Uh, Natego, are you familiar with like sudo swap? No,
5: not. I, I've heard about it. No. I've never used it, but it's making sense gradually.
3: Got, gotcha. In my opinion, this is going to like incentivize people to start trading. Yeah. Um, I because had, they're going to see like. Sorry. Go no, ahead. I
5: heard about it and so Mitch tried to accumulate certain NFTs in view of creating pools. But I don't know how it works. But I think he's. I'm. I'm getting the picture now.
3: Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I think this is going to incentivize people to like do some heavy trading because they're going to see that there's pools being created with lots of liquidity, so they're going to be able to instantly go in and out of these pools and trade NFTs. And then if they get a nice rare NFT, they're going to use the secondary marketplace to, um, you know, list the rare ones. I so that, I think like we're going to start seeing a shift from, um, we're going to see a shift on the secondary marketplace where we're going to see like the really rare NFTs and the floor prices just go like kind of kind of cuckoo kind of crazy um,
5: yeah one more thing do you have to provide stars you know like in normal DeFi LP l people's you provide both sides in this one are you providing stars and nft or just the nft
3: that it depends on the that depends on the user okay. and who's creating the pool like if you're creating the pool um, you, you're going to have to either put NFTs or you have to either put stars or you can do a pool that does both. Oh. So it can be balanced. I
5: see. Yeah. So if you're selling yeah. NFTs, if you're buying stars, if you want to do both stars and um, NFTs, thank you very much. I get the picture.
3: Correct. And Bonzi, maybe <clears throat> since you have a really fresh, um, fresh idea of the whole demo, uh, do you want to talk to them about the reinvest buttons? Uh, those are really interesting too, uh, how they work the reinvest buttons
2: yeah definitely um and just to clarify so basically you only need to put stars into the pool you create if you do a pool for buying or one that is both selling and buying if you're only selling you do not need to put stars in um one of the other features is that you have the option on both stars and nfts to select the option reinvest which basically means anyone that interacts with the pool, whatever is taken out from it goes right back into the pool. It essentially increases the liquidity and the basically life extension of the pool can help with like earning more swap fees. Um, You also have the option, though, if you want this to be a short term thing that you don't have to reinvest. So it can be more geared towards a short term like mindset. And that gives you a lot of flexibility on, like, how you want to use the pool and, like, how you want to operate, since obviously people can't manage it 100% of the time.
3: Yeah, and the, the royalties that people earn from these um, swaps, I think those are the only ones that automatically get distributed to your wallet. Um, <clears throat> those, those I'm pretty sure, right, Bouncy, that you can't, like, adjust?
2: Yes, that sounds correct. Uh, the creator of the pool can set their own swap fee. Or like, as you would know, royalty, uh, I believe that gets sent to the user's wallet right away. I believe I'm not 100% certain. Uh, the other part that I think is important to note for creators, um, this is still up in the air, so I don't want to speak concretely, but in Fandy swap pools for collections, they have a different creator royalty setting than when trading on secondary market, Um a few ideas are being looked at is my understanding the front runner right now is when any pool is created the creator royalty setting will be set to 0.5% uh, and then the creator can up that but it basically forces creators to be active and to be to manage that if they'd like to um, again though this is not 100% but this is to help encourage trading volume so that you know, creators with a 10% royalty just don't earn 10% off of every trade on a pool right away and kind of take away from that swap fee that the pool uh, user set up or that the buyer has to pay. And Gelato, I know you guys have had your hands up, so, you know, feel free to go for it.
3: Oh, dude, I am so sorry. I cannot see your hand up. Uh, oh, no, no
4: worries at all. Um, I was, I'm very excited that this thing, it looks like it's coming up. Uh, it's going to be really soon. When it, When it is launched, is it going to be open to everyone? or will it be only open to specific projects to start and then eventually opened up to all creators? Uh, When it opens up,
2: I believe it's gonna be to everyone right away. Uh, And the one thing that I do really wanna hound on is guys remember the UI will be fairly basic uh, when it comes out and we're gonna be looking for like, what needs to be improved, what's not clear. Uh, You'll get like graphs that kind of show you how the pools interact. But I know it's going to be like a new feature that not everyone might understand right away. But in time, like we're going to keep building on that UI and make it like easier and easier to use.
1: Well, that's amazing. And let me tell you, we prefer, you know, to be function rather than to be fancy. So No complaining over there. I think this is really exciting and even more knowing that it's coming like really, really soon, even though you cannot give us an exact date. I wanted also to ask you, like, how do you think like creators will benefit from this?
2: Sorry, I had to switch apps for a second. Uh, The biggest thing for creators, I can tell you, like at SSR and I know other projects like um, uh, Manaki, Like a lot of creators view this as an opportunity to increase their trading volume on the platform in a way that they can kind of rise up in the ranks. So I know a few creators that have been aware of this. They're looking at trying to make, um, you know, new activities, reasons for people to trade when this launches, like new events, you know, like create a pool, maybe you get a benefit. Um, like they send you stars or like you get entered into a raffle. So I know a lot of the creators, the main benefit to them that I see is that they can increase their collections trading volume as long as they implement a reason to do so and to use the pools. So it's one of those things where like, you know, a lot of creators right now, like royalties are fairly like minimal anyway. A lot of creators would prefer to have that increased volume and that increased visibility on their collection.
1: Oh, 100%. And I think that is actually really cool and really nice ideas to add, I think, to any creator that maybe um, are here in the room, including myself, by the way. But I see you, gains, but before I want to go to Kaden, um, Nico, <laughs> uh, you want, Nico, yes, I'm always calling you Kaden. I know Kaden is your son, but well, anyway. Yeah. Um, you want to ask anything about this or anything i take that as a no okay um, i can't hear him my he's not Red. no no, no.
5: i no i don't have any questions regarding okay. what i just said
1: okay it's fine so Gens, you wanted to say something
3: oh my gosh yes i freaking want to say something um <clears throat> okay we have 29 people in the space if we can get the space to get at least 40 people, I just got an OK from Jorge with Stargaze, co-founder of Stargaze, to be able to share a sneak peek of the uh, Infinity Swap interface. Um, so if we can get at least a few more people in the space, please retweet the space. Give it a like. Well, We'll uh, we'll share a sneak peek right here in the comments.
1: Come on, guys. You retweet things for GDNFTs. You can retweet for this to get a nice sneak peek, right? <laughs>
3: yeah you guys retweeted the the dang freaking nomic airdrop and got people uh wallets drained. so you guys can retweet this space right just kidding please don't don't click on anything anything from nomic right now is definitely a big no-no do not do not click anything they got hacked nomic got hacked nomics twitter got hacked
1: if you hadn't inherited- Heck. Okay. So no, but again, I think this is pretty cool. I don't know if you, Bonzi, wants to add something else, or maybe what you guys are planning on Sunnyside Reapers now that you're here in the stage and how you're planning to implement this.
3: Oh, oh, um, actually, Bonzi has a little bit more alpha from Stargaze. Uh Bonzi, do you want to talk about the IBC mentor or do you want me to talk about it?
2: Oh, I got it. Um, so the two are things and the first one will be very brief. Uh, the first one is that the IBC minter is coming in very soon. So creators can choose what currency they sell in, uh, instead of stars, they can sell in USDC. Um, you know, I've seen the comments, you know, some people think, well, doesn't this remove the reason to have stars? Um, you know, I think a lot of like users may not initially, or creators may not initially use it, but the way that the fee structure is set up is now uh, 50% of that fee is going to be used to buy back and burn stars. So say a creator buys or a person mints in USDC. Five, uh, 2.5% of that mint price is in USDC, and then that is converted to stars on the back end and then burn stars right away. So it increases this kind of inherent like buying pressure. And the other 50% of the fee now goes to the treasury, which is the Stargaze team. So now any expenses that come up, like hosting services, uh, personnel, um, this kind of part in the treasury can be used to, you know, fund items that normally would be funded in stars. Um, and, you know, the obvious one is is that for creators that are new to the ecosystem, users that are new to the ecosystem, a lot of them will would prefer to use USB-C, so it makes it much more accessible to use Stargaze. Uh, So that's one of the things. It's not like Force. You know, the creator can decide. Um, And I really do think, especially with new creators in the ecosystem, a lot of them who are just coming in initially anyway, you know, they're looking to, you know, maybe they're first meant to get out. Uh, so I think it's one of those things that can be really beneficial, especially with those newer creators who aren't in the ecosystem yet. And it does more good than harm. Uh, Gelato?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm super excited that this feature is coming out. Ultimately, you know, like I have others have, you know, sort of voiced their concern. Stuff like this definitely do make me worry about, you know, how much people would want stars more. You know, is this going to cause people to potentially dump Stars or whatever the case is. And ultimately, I feel like Stargaze is in an interesting position where Stargaze, the platform, can sort of exist without the Stars token. If you want to use USDC or some other asset, you can sort of do so. If you want the Stargaze platform to be successful and you kind of want Stars to also have a lot of demand and for the price to go up, essentially, I feel like you need more things to be deployed on the Stars chain besides putting all the focus on the NFT platform. And maybe this is a perfect segue into, you know, one of the props that is gonna be coming on chain soon, which is making Stargaze contract deployment permissionless. I feel like once you sort of, you know, are able to sort of deploy, you know, anything you want to Stargaze, whether it's games or any type of apps that leverages NFTs, you know, hopefully that's gonna also lead to the stars token being valuable as well. So, You know, I'm kind of curious to see how this plays out, but definitely super excited that now you can use some other asset to buy into NFTs. And hopefully if Stargave does go permissionless, you know, the stars token will see more demand as well, too. And all the concerns that people had about, hey, this is potentially going to be bad for the network will sort of be wrong because now people can do more things with stars, which will be interesting.
2: Oh, 100 percent. And I can touch on that a little bit more. Uh, I don't have an ETA on this, but like another thing that the team is planning on implementing and looking at right now is kind of a royalty uh, program, right? So depending on how many stars a user stakes, and I don't know the numbers, so I don't want to put them out there, but it could be like a bronze level, a silver level, a gold level. So say somebody, you know, like stakes 10,000 stars, they get like a 0.25% trading discount on their profile uh, on the actual website. Now they get a little bit of user flair. That's another reason, uh, way that we're trying to encourage people to stake stars. It's not ready yet, no ETA, um, but that's just one more thing we're looking at. Um, And then I guess another thing is, is that, So while minting will be opened up to other currencies, I believe it's only USDC and one other currency at the start. Gains, you might remember the name of the currency. I don't off the top of my head. Uh, But the marketplace will remain 100% stars. And before we move on to the permission list, I do want to talk about one more thing that's opening up. And I wanted to hold off on this just so everyone can hear the full explanation. So the marketplace, now NFTs, they are going to accept currencies other than stars, but everything still turns into stars on the back end. So now if somebody sells an NFT, somebody can buy it in USDC, but when they buy it in USDC on the back end, it turns into stars, purchase it, and the seller gets stars. So trading is still a hundred percent in stars on the marketplace. But now we're opening up the marketplace to other currencies like USDC, Atom, which just greatly increases like the accessibility to users, but still does everything in stars. So now you should see an increase in trading volume on the secondary market, but it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the utility of stars on that side at all. Uh, so that's another thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, And I'm happy to switch over into the permissionless conversation in a second, but I'll leave it for any comments or gains to comment on the other currency that we're opening up in minutes if he knows.
3: Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonzi, for, uh, you know, bringing that one up, because I think that one's really, really important. Um, You know, sometimes people get a little, you know, uh, tired of swapping a token from here to here whatever so just having a nice little drop down tab on every nft that you want to purchase and giving you the option of hey i want to buy it in an atom I want to buy it in osmosis i want to buy it in usdc and then these when you actually click on that it'll automatically swap that to um to stars so we're still using stars um, basically in the back end and for people that are very interested in learning how that actually works um i do have a message here from jorge so It says, our APIs will identify where your liquidity is and start the transfer using Skip. If you have Atom on Cosmos Hub or Osmosis, it will pick where you have the most liquidity, do the swap to stars, and execute the buy on Stargaze. So that's how it works. Pretty, Pretty cool, huh?
1: That's so amazing. And you don't know how long I've been waiting for this. I think this opens the door like completely to more people to try and jump into stargaze, you know, and forgetting about to have to swap. But before I continue giving you flowers, guys, because, you know, I can go and go and go. uh, Games, I see we are 45 people here in the space. I think you own us something.
3: <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm grabbing some sneak peeks of the interface for Infinity Swap. I got the okay to do this. Um, I did have to ask permission because. Yes, I'm. I'm grabbing. Probably announce a lot of things soon. Um, at an as an event, everybody knows, right? CosmoVerse. So wanted to make sure it was okay with them. With them to share these sneak peeks, but they were. I'll drop them here in the comments. I'll even give you the sneak peek of the um. The uh, the interface that we were just talking about, where you can swap two two stars, I'll drop them here in the comments, right on the actual like uh, buy now button. Um, so yeah, give me a moment so I can put that right here in the comments.
1: Yes, how lucky we are. Real Alpha and NFT happy hour. Really happy to host this. Uh, What I was saying, like, I think this is a great opportunity. I'm really excited about all the news you guys are bringing. I would love to hear from the creators that are in the stage with us. Like, how do you feel, guys, about this?
4: I mean, at least for me and Gelato, we're definitely beyond excited to check out swap. Just adding another layer of interacting with NFTs and giving people a different ways to use them and potentially profit from them. I think it's super exciting, you know, and I'm happy that the Stargates team continues to deliver and push the boundaries of what we can really do with NFTs. So, damn, can't wait for these fucking sneak peeks.
3: Remember, remember, it doesn't look like a, a Ferrari right now. All right. It's it's basically, OK, it runs like a Ferrari. But it doesn't look like a Ferrari. All right. So. Keep that in mind. Like the interface, the, the, the UI is going to get improved. It's going to look a lot nicer. We just need to, we just really need, you know, people to test it out, give us feedback on what kind of things they want. Because imagine if we just make this like our own thing, 100%, make it look the way we want to. And then people say, oh, I don't like, I don't like the way it looks like this and this and this. Then we're just going to have to backtrack and, and make a lot of changes. So it's better to, you know, get a working product out there first and then get a lot of feedback from the community to make it what we want to make it. So build what they want.
5: Um, from Digit, uh, from the creator's point of view, we'll definitely be looking forward to creating some infinity pools and uh, more importantly, um, we'll be looking to see what new data is generated by these pools so we can also add them to our stargaze life and make sure that transactions there are also captured. And The feeds are also sent to the various uh, Discord channels where we have um, uh,
1: live feeds of minting and uh, swapping. Okay, just check it, gangs. I like it, to be honest. You were selling it like way worse. So I don't know why, guys, because it doesn't look that bad, to be honest. And as I said at the beginning, we want it to be functional and I don't know, I'm sure that I'm speaking about every uh, from everyone that we really appreciate you guys, you know, waiting for our feedback to implement new changes.
3: Oh, man, I, I really appreciate your feedback there. You no, know, it actually looks a lot better when you're actually like using the platform. Uh, these are these are screenshots from the, the docs, but this is kind of what it looks like. Obviously, it's going to get a little bit of an improvement before it actually launches. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy to, I'm really happy to hear everybody's feedback on this once it launches.
4: I really love how simple it looks, you know, from like a product development standpoint, I feel like, you know, it's been proven constantly that the best way is to get something minimal shipped out with some set of features, gain feedback, and build something that's better. So I love looking at interfaces where it's really kind of blank, you know, it kind of does the core functionality, but leaves enough room that things can be changed and adapted. So this looks really fucking clean.
2: Oh, 100%. And as Gaines said, like, think of it like, you know, as kind of like this building blocks, like a blank canvas that we can kind of, you know, listen to feedback from users and mold it around, like, what the community thinks would look best and how it would be the best user experience. So that's really, I think, like, part of, like, why we want it to be very bare bones. We don't want to overwhelm people. We don't want to make it... You know, what we think is perfect, but not everyone else in the general community thinks, you know, doesn't work. Right. So that's just kind of building on to that statement.
3: Basically, the ethos of Stargaze has always been build what they want. And, and really, like uh, coming from just a community member to now working with Stargaze, I really do feel like they really value that 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 statement.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent! I think, like all the creators here, can agree on that as well. Me, me included. Uh, before we jump uh, into the news that Yellow is bringing to the space, uh, Bonzi, there is something else. Do you want to hype us about?
2: Uh, for right now, for Stargaze at the platform, that is about all I got at the moment. Unless I'm missing something, Gaines, free, feel free to let me know. Uh, another thing is, you know, Shane is speaking at Cosmoverse. I believe it is October 2nd. Gaines, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but that's going to be, you know, probably much more in depth than like what I've been saying so far. And that's going to be another great thing to tune into. If you guys are around at that time, I'm sure it will be recorded as well.
3: I think it is. Um, I think it is, uh, on Monday at 9 PM Eastern. I'm pretty sure Bonzi, but here, let me, let me put up the, the agenda for Cosmo, Cosmoverse. I think, I think we made an announcement recently, so I'll, I'll pin it up to the top. Um, but no, I, I don't have any, any more alpha right now um, from Stargate side of things, but I will post another screenshot of the IBC mentor or <clears throat> not the IBC mentor, but the uh, uh, button that we were talking about where you can buy it with different assets. So I'll, uh, I'll share that in the comments here in a sec.
4: Uh, Bonzi and Little Games, I had a quick question for you guys, if you guys don't mind. From your own personal opinions, I was kind of curious if you could like, maybe provide any type of feedback around Stargaze potentially going permissionless for smart contract deployment. And also, besides your own personal opinions, is there any guidance from the Stargaze team about what they would like to potentially see happen?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I can start uh, from my own personal standpoint so not stargaze but you know me bonzi um i personally am very like indifferent to the idea uh but i can tell you like working with creators in the past and i like won't name a in particular but i know that that permissioned uh you know environment has made it where projects have decided not to launch on Stargate for that reason and look elsewhere. Um, so I think it's something that, and it usually tends to be the bigger and more active creators that want it to be permissionless. I know it's something that, you know, it only takes a few days to go through, but it doesn't always work out how people, you know, kind of perceive it to be. It's not always that easy. And sometimes the extra steps are a big hurdle for people or they don't look here initially. Um, I also realize that it opens up like, you know, avenues for risk, right? Uh, errors in code, uh, potential malicious contracts. Uh, I have not done a deep dive myself onto whether or not, uh, you know, there's ways to protect against this, uh, what those reasons are. So like, I don't wanna over speak and say like, you know, it- it's gonna be terrible. Uh, that the risk would be huge because I don't know that's above my technical level uh, as when it comes to guidance from the team on um, the Commonwealth post that you guys had posted. I know Shane had said he's personally in support of it. Uh, you know, Shane doesn't comment all the time, but he said essentially that, you know, Cosm has been in a pretty stable state now for a while. It hasn't seen any major errors. And he d- would like to see more developers take an interest in Stargaze. Um, that is the only comment so far I've seen from the team. And that's kind of a rundown from what I've seen on my side. And I would encourage you know our community to go check out that Commonwealth post and put your opinions out there. Because, I mean, that will be a huge debate. I know when Shane had posted a, a Twitter poll, should Stargaze go permissionless, I think the final vote was like fifty-one percent to forty-nine percent. So it's definitely going to be a heated like debate if that comes to um, fruition. And that poll he ran, I think, had over five hundred votes on it. So like you know, a lot of people took a interest in that.
3: Hey I uh, honestly, me, I, I'm not too like, <clears throat> not too familiar with like what what goes on when something is fully permissionless to something that's not. So I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not going to come up here and just pretend like I know what I'm talking about. So, yeah, dude, for me, I just trust the team and the community to decide what to do with that <laughs> subject. I just want Stardust to succeed, man. And I want people to have fun, want people to build some cool shit. So if that's going to help bring people to, to Stardust to build cool shit. Yeah, let's go fucking fully permissionless. Let's do it.
4: Man, I definitely appreciate all the feedback from you guys. And I definitely feel like when this goes on chain, it definitely is going to be very close. There are strong opinions on both sides. And yeah, if people have a chance, definitely jump on Commonwealth, leave some feedback. If there are some concerns that we can address or answer, we'd be happy to do so. But ultimately, depending on, regardless of which way it goes, uh, it's going to be interesting. So can't wait to see.
3: I, I did see that Shane left a comment in the, com- in the Commonwealth. Did you get a chance to read that?
4: I did. I was definitely very excited. It seemed like, you know, as Bonzi said, definitely seemed very forward sort of doing this and it definitely does seem like Cosmwasm has gone to a point where it's mature enough that enough battle testing has occurred where you know at least for you know our team it looks like Shane also has confidence that potentially this shouldn't cause an issue but even if it does cause an issue you know in software development anytime something breaks or something is exploited it may suck in the short term but in the long term that's kind of how you make it better You know, right now, during a bear market, maybe there isn't a lot of volume in users. But one day, Stargaze Stargaze can be a place where we have millions and millions of users. So before we get to that point, anything we can do to make the chain more secure, more scalable, let's sort of do it. And I think by going permissionless, this is going to open up, you know, maybe some potential bad things, some good things, but the end result should be a better, more secure and more scalable chain.
1: Yes, we we'll go ahead. Yeah, hi everyone again. Um I don't know how I feel
5: about the permissionless uh thing, but I can see the merits of it because I know some projects left primarily because they felt too tied down. I I hope it goes well. I just I know that um what do you call it? Um Governance slows down development significantly. And there's a merit to having it permissionless. But when I think about all the spams we used to get just on the NFT side of things, I just wonder what that would look like when anyone can build anything on Stargate. I hope it doesn't slow down things and make it um, crappy. But like I think the last speaker said, there's a benefit of growth eventually and there's a benefit of uh moving forward eventually you have to break eggs to make omelets so we have to go through this teaching problem i guess so i'll see how it goes i'll go on commonwealth and see what the points are on both sides
4: and i also want to add one last thing you know besides governance figuring it out sort of going through it and everything there's also a big cost factor that's like you know, a big major obstacle right now, 50,000 stars is about $450. And to some people, that might not seem like a lot of money, but if you're from Bangladesh, right, Jamaica, even within the United States, $500 is a lot. You know, I think this is going to prevent a lot of people just from purely experimenting. If you're a college kid who's learning Cosmos, I mean, you want to build a small smaller app, get it deployed. That's a lot of money for you. And my fear is stuff like that's going to prevent you know, potentially curious and innovative people from coming and experimenting. But I definitely appreciate you, you know, wanting to take a look at Commonwealth and leaving some feedback. So definitely, yeah, if more people can do that and help us sort of make this proposal as strong as possible before going on chain, definitely would be awesome.
2: And just to speak on that, too. Thank you. Uh, and just to speak on that bit, too, from both Gelato and Itigo, uh, you know, kind of when it comes to, like, that barrier to entry, uh, there are developers out there, too, who, like, you know, the user interface for putting up a governance proposal is not amazing. I think the old tool, I'm not a positive, but the one that used to have a UI isn't as functional as it used to be. Uh, I'm not a 100% certain on that. But a lot of the time, they need to get in contact with the team too to like kind of ask like how to do it, um, and it takes up additional resources. Um, then Natigo, kind of what you commented on, like if this goes to like proposal, and I'm guessing it, it sounds like it will because I, I believe you know Risby like you with Gelato are playing putting it up. Um, when that time comes, like from Stargaze itself. we'll make sure that we have at least one space to cover it. We don't want this to be going behind the community's back. We want to make sure everyone is very aware of what's going on so we can take feedback from everyone. Like, this should not be, like, a battleground. We know it's a contentious, like, kind of point that, you know, a lot of people are going to be on the fence about or very for or very against. But we want to make sure that everyone gets their voice heard, and we want to make sure that, like, you know, we make sure we get to hear every point that's positive and against it and what people's concerns are if they have them. So we we 100 percent are going to be monitoring this and making sure that we're on top of the communication part.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. And before we jump into Gelato News, Joe uh, is not with us, but he left us two NFTs to give away. I have gains in behind the scenes helping me we have one kiwi nft we're gonna give it away now just with random number uh gains you let me know when you have the winner
3: all right so we have 53 people in the space correct want to verify that because i'm on desktop yes okay so i'm gonna spin the wheel just verifying that i got all the numbers Um, And maybe after we we do you want to pick like both of them right now from the
1: no we pick one now and then another at the end of the space to reward everyone who's been here with us.
3: Okay, here we go. We're gonna give it a spin then. All right. Number. it's close seven and eight? Let's see. Number seven. Number seven is our first. Let's see who's number seven. Maria, you want to pick?
1: Okay, I'm gonna be picking out. how I see. Okay, so no prioritizing anything. So don't even... Wolfman, my friend, you are the winner. Uh, please send me a DM. I will send you soon the Kiwi NFT after we're having another Stargist NFT. So maybe you want to have it? Do you know in the near future? start maybe trying infinity pools with them
3: oh yeah oh yeah dude the onft would be like a perfect candidate for creating some pools for sure
1: and now let's gonna move with your lotto uh, bonsai bring you back if you want to add anything in any, at any point just feel free me. i know you're always busy I know you guys have always been working behind the scenes. What are you bringing us?
4: Yeah, there's always a lot of things cooking, but at least for today, we'll you know, stay specifically on NFTs. Since the start of Gelato, you know, we've always sort of mentioned that NFT is a really big part of our you know, business plan. And since our launch, we personally have seen a lot of success within the NFT space from our different collections. You know, we've launched collections on EVM Chain, Cosmos, and you know, through that, we built a you know a lot of great collections, a big community. And throughout all of this, we have made a lot of great connections, a lot of amazing learnings. And what we would like to do is sort of apply all the things that we have learned, take all the connections we have, and start a NFT label. And when I say NFT label, I'm I'm thinking something similar to a traditional music uh, you know record label, where you go out and you're not just finding artists, but you're essentially finding brands the next bad kid, the next pixel wizard potentially, or, you know, even though people hate Bored Ape, even those guys without being scummy and really help launch those brands. Our main focus is finding content creators slash artists who aren't familiar with Web3. You know, for a lot of us here, Web3 may seem easy for us because we're already within the space. But if you talk to a local artist or a filmmaker, you know, making NFTs, dealing with smart contracts, you know, trying to figure out what chain you should launch on, you know, doing the marketing. All of these things are, you know, a lot of barriers that prevents people from coming into this space. So by forming this NFT label, our hope is to go and find those incredible, talented creators and bring them into Web3. We're not just talking about artists. We're talking about potentially musicians. We're talking about people who do potentially making movies and videos, right? We're also going to talk about people making adult content. So finding those amazing creators, finding the right market that works for them, and help launch their brand, providing all the support to them. And to me, that's like phase one of the NFT label. Once we build out a strong, robust you know, set of creators that we're working with, and we've launched you know, a, lot of, you know, a few brands, our goal eventually is to create an AI-powered NFT marketplace, which we plan on launching on an EVM chain something we're actually planning to raise capital for and the two big things that's going to make this marketplace stand out the first one is the uh, nft or ai integration currently today when a lot of creators make their art you don't always necessarily own the art you know and that kind of prevents a lot of people from putting their work on chain so using the power of ai we want to enable people to be able to easily copyright their content this way when you make something you know, and put it on chain, you have some assurance that, hey, if someone else does use this, you know, there's going to be some repercussion. So beyond providing copyright protection, we also want to be able to use AI to help assist in your content creation. So if you're a musician or an artist and you want, you know, AI to help sort of help adjust or help with any of your content, those features are going to be there for you. And besides the AI part, the other big part about this NFT uh, platform that you know, I think is gonna be really exciting is a chance for people to support and stake with their favorite content creator. So imagine a musician is part of the NFT label and they're on this marketplace. Users will be able to stake with this creator and essentially whenever a, you know, let's say this person makes music, we're gonna go ahead and support various platforms where we're gonna actually take that person's content and put it on Spotify, Apple music, and essentially, any revenue that's being generated from that is going to go back to the stakers and creators. So this is almost a way to sort of take a bet on a creator's future. You know, when we launch this thing, definitely want to support music. But you also want to support things like video. You know, if you make amazing films or video content, having it syndicated on places like YouTube, taking the, gener- uh, the revenue that's being generated and being able to give that back to the stakers and creators, I think it's going to be a really important part that really helps make this you know, scalable. So essentially, at a high level, that's kind of what we envision the NFT label being. And on top of that, I also wanted to mention, you know, for our gaming side of the company, we released Gelato Series 1, 2, 3, which is our core collection for gaming. By holding these NFTs, they give you a you know, percentage revenue in our gaming platform. Since launching that collection, We have given away over, you know, over $10,000 in revenue back to our holders. So essentially, we're going to be looking to release three, you know, a collection of three similar to Series One, Two, Three, but focused on the NFT side of the business. So by holding these NFTs, any revenue that we generate through the NFT label, creation of our own NFTs, will go back to the holders of the NFTs. So, you know, at a nutshell, that's kind of what it is. There's a lot more information, there's a website coming out, a pitch deck. So over the coming weeks, we'll definitely plan to unveil a lot more information. And I also, you know, I'll sort of sneak this out as well too. Part of building the NFT label, we also want to go and find existing Web3, you know, NFT projects and communities that might potentially need some additional help or some additional guidance and get them to integrate into our platform. So. Gelato has officially acquired Rebels NFT, and they're going to be the first major project that we integrate into the Gelato NFT label. So more information about that will be coming out soon, what that means for the community. But overall, I think this is going to be amazing. You know, the hope is to take all these amazing creators and people we've worked with and really help make you know, future artists and content creators successful within the space. So I've definitely said a lot. And, you know, more information will come, but I am beyond excited to start, you know, start this journey.
1: Well, I mean, you just drop a bomb there and then said like, well, no, but we're going to come. and coming on that later. But you cannot do that. You cannot do that here. Well,
4: you know, you got Bonzi and Little Games dropping so much alpha. I figured we kind of have to, you know, drop a little alpha as well, too. If people ask it, we'll deny it. But, you know, hopefully next week we'll make the official announcement. But I'm definitely very excited uh, for us to be, you you know, taking Rebels and taking them to the next level. Like, they're an amazing community of amazing art, and this is definitely gonna be an amazing opportunity.
1: Definitely looking forward to hear more about it, but commenting on the NFT label and whoever is not uh, aware, uh, myself, I'm part of this amazing new uh, business. Uh, I just wanted to say that I'm really, really excited because if you know me and you hear me talking on spaces, you probably know that one of my big goals here on Web3 was how uh, we can bring more people from Web two, you know to actually make a career here to try to find you know bring their skill here to Web three and how we can help other to to make that right so i was missing the tech part i'm really happy that i found you guys so now we're uniting forces to bring this nft label an amazing uh an amazing marketplace an amazing website in where all new artists can find you know everything that they may need to start their web3 career uh, i was wondering if you can talk about like They're going to find like depth help. They're going to find mentorship. Can you guide us more about which kind of services are we giving them?
4: Yeah, definitely. So to me, you know, when we talk about onboarding new content creators and artists, if you were to join the NFT label, we want to strictly focus 100% on your craft. You know, being able to do marketing, doing development, even selling things like merchandise. We don't, have to, we don't want you to have to worry about any of these things. Essentially, we want to provide all those things for you. So the hope is to make this process as easy as possible so you can take your work to things that you love and bring it into, you know, Web3. And as you mentioned, you know, our big focus is Web2. There's so, much, so many creators and amazing people out there that just aren't aware of platforms like Stargaze or even Magic Eden or even what NFTs are. I think there's a lot of potential out there. And part of the NFT label, we're definitely also going to offer different packages. So if you need additional help, maybe you as an NFT creator want to build a game or some type of product, then we will have a service available for you as well, too. I think the other beautiful part about this is by creating this group of amazing creators together, you can now also find potential collaboration opportunity. Let's say you're an incredible musician. Maybe we can pair that incredible musician with an incredible artist. And now there's some new content that has been created through this, you know, amazing collaboration. So I think there's definitely a lot of possibilities with this. And the fact that something like this has worked really well for the traditional music industry, I don't see any reason why this can't apply for the NFT industry as well, too.
1: 100%. Now that you mentioned some marketplaces, how you're going to do in in the sense of which marketplace to, you know, to suggest to the artists? Are you partnering with certain wise I'm sure that Stargaze is going to be one of them. Yeah,
4: definitely. Our goal is to ensure that when we have these high quality artists slash content creators that we're onboarding, we want them to be easily featured in a market that we think they're going to do well and also be able to get on the launch pad as well too. So on start, we definitely want to support Stargaze first. Magic Eden, and Bitcoin Ordinals. And then beyond that, we're going to continuously looking to add more and more marketplaces. So the idea is to create really strong partnerships so when we have the artist for a particular market, we can work with that marketplace to ensure that artists have basically the, the highest possible chance of being successful.
1: I think that's amazing news. And as well, I think someone told me that you're planning to do a big contest. I don't know if you want to drop some information here.
4: Yeah, no, I think that's a good, you know. I was going to tease it at the end, but thank you so much for uh, bringing it up. Essentially, to kick off the NFT label, you know, the website for it will be done very soon, and we are planning on launching an art contest. So essentially, we're going to be offering about $1,000 in prizes, and the goal is to sort of essentially give, you know, web or any creator essentially an opportunity to submit some really cool art, have the community vote on it. And if the person wins, they'll get awesome cash prizes. But on top of that, they will get a chance to be represented as, you know, the first few set of creators with the NFT label. So we're gonna work with this, you know, creator, whoever the winner is going to be, refine our process, refine our tooling, and essential, essentially make sure that the things that we're doing is easy enough and accessible for future creators that we bring onto the platform.
1: I think that's amazing. And I'm sure we have like different creators here in the audience that maybe they're thinking about why not to jump into Web3 being a creator as well. And, you know, just uh, you have here all the information. We're going to be helping you guys. We're having a pretty soon, a pretty amazing contest in where you can win some amazing prizes and as well uh, jump into this new NFT label. I don't know if any uh, of the creator here in the stage have any question of you games or Bonzi. Now is your time.
3: Yeah, I'm just really shocked that uh, you didn't ask any funding from the. A community pool. I mean, that's what people seem to be doing right now, but uh Risby.
4: <laughs> no, no, we could never just Yeah. I just even though stuff like that would be easy to do it's definitely not right. And especially being validators, we want to make sure we continue to be ethical as well too. But yeah, that'd be funny as hell if we tried. I did want to mention one last thing. We are also going to be kicking off a referral program for the NFT label. So if you know a potential amazing creator out there, we are going to be offering people bonuses. Essentially, if you know a creator and you refer them and we sign them to the label, you are going to get a large uh, you know prize and cash, you know, potentially. So you know keep an eye out. We'll definitely create more information and sort of make this referral program public. But we think this will be another great avenue to source talent. you know, Everyone in our lives, we kind of know an amazing artist out there. So, if you do get that artist to sort of, you know, find out about Gelato and we work with them, definitely want to make sure there's some good incentives for you.
3: Shoot, sure, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with just receiving, like, any NFT. I don't even need crypto. Just NFTs are fine. JPEGs. <laughs> Give me more JPEGs, dude.
4: That's kind of how I feel. Most people may not feel that way. Apparently, people still love, you know, cold hard cash. So, we're trying to, you know, go to both crowds. There'll definitely be NFTs and cash, uh, you know, referrals.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it so much. So I don't know if someone here uh, wants to add something else. I have some questions from Joe for you. Ritzby. let me go through them. It's not about NFT label, but now that you're here, you know, let's take the opportunity, right? So can you talk about the way GLTO is used on the platform and what is the risk or what the risk may be for houses taking?
4: Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of times when you take a look at a crypto project and you buy an asset, a lot of times people buy into the asset assuming you're going to get some equity back, you know, like a traditional stock. And most projects simply don't offer that. But for Gelato, our main token GLTO, all revenue from all products that we create, whether it's gaming, the upcoming prediction market that we're building on Archway, even the NFT label in the AI-powered marketplace, all the revenue from all of that is going to go back to GLTO staking of the house. So you know, we wanna make sure that everything that we do sort of funnels through staking of the house, this way people who actually hold their assets have proper equity, in the Gelato platform and everything that we do. So, I mean, I could definitely go deeper into it. We do, uh, we are planning on launching a Gelato Staking of the House white paper, technical white paper that'll cover this information and more and how it sort of works, you know, further. Currently, Staking of the House has been live for about three months, only open to our VIP members. Only way to get VIP is by holding a Gelato Series one, two, and three. And it's already doing well, you know, our token has about 420 million max supply. And Gelato staking of the house has already bought in about 10 million in revenue through people playing games you know, using the GLTO token. So in the future, just kind of imagine all these different apps we're talking about, a peer-to-peer market, a prediction market, you know, NFT marketplace. And at some point in the future, we also want to start a Gelato OnlyFans powered by Web3 technology. All of that revenue being created by all these different products will flow through GLTO.
1: Thank you so much as well. I have a question. I think this is a really great reminder because, you know, you guys, as I said, you've been working on so many different things. You have 100 different things uh, bringing to the table. So can you explain to the new community members, maybe hearing from you the first time, uh, which are the benefits of each Gelato NFT collection?
4: Yeah, definitely. So our main core collection, which is Gelato Series 1 3, that collection by holding it, it gives you revenue from our gaming platform, gives you discount to our merchandise, gives you early access to all games and features. So there's a lot of benefits to holding those Gelato Core Series. You know, we want to essentially ensure that by having the NFT collection, you also have equity stake in our uh, gaming platform. That's the main feature of the Core Series for that and as i mentioned in the future there will be a core series of nfts for the nft side of the gelato business so any revenue that we create through nfts nft products will flow into this new core collection which will probably come out at some point next year and then once that core collection is out we plan to do the same exact thing with the last side of our business which is running web3 infrastructure currently we run a lot of validators across cosmos in the near future, we'll be spinning up validators for near Protocol, Ethereum, you know, Akashnet, and essentially all the revenue created from all this decentral, decentralized infrastructure that we run will also flow back to the core collection you know, for this new series, which we'll create in the future. So more information about that will definitely come out. Don't want to tease too much just because there's a lot of things we still need to figure out, but that's kind of the direction we're heading in.
1: Good. I also have just got a new question through DMs uh, wondering like uh, what happened with the uh, GLTO airdrop?
4: Uh, The GLTO airdrop? So the airdrop was actually over, I believe, uh, towards the end of last year. So we gave people ample enough time to sort of claim the airdrop and whatever was remaining, I believe about 50 million tokens was clawed back. It's currently held in our treasury today, but in the future, GLTO staking of the house will also operate as our DAO, and the clawed back GLTO will be distributed back to the DAO portion of staking of the house. The the hope here is, you know, by staking of the house, you'll get revenue from all our products, but you'll also get stable revenue from the DAO part of staking of the house as well, too. So that's something we'll definitely publish more information on but the remaining airdrop has been clawed back and will be distributed back to the Dow stakers.
1: Okay, thank you so much. I think this was a really great show with a lot of great information for sure. Before we close this up, I want to give you guys the opportunity if you want to add something else, if you want to remark something that maybe the audience needs to keep an eye, now is your time.
3: Well, I still have to drop some alpha. Um, I already dropped it in the comments, but uh, I'm, you know, more than happy to take any questions about it. But before I do that, um, Risby, how big is a team? I, that's something I've always been curious about.
4: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny when Daniel and I, the other co-founder, started Gelato almost about two years ago. It was literally him and I, and now our team size is almost twelve people. So it's been incredible. We've hired, you know, people you know, through job posting. But at the same time, we've also had amazing people that sort of came to your community Was like, hey, I'm interested in learning to code or doing this particular thing. And they, could, they worked hard and sort of were able to integrate themselves into the core team. So, you know, when we started, definitely just him and I, but now I'm happy it's about 12 people. And, you know, I feel like by next year, you know, especially with the NFT label coming out with us expanding our gaming venture and also our infrastructure venture, I kind of expect the team to sort of grow into maybe 25 people, 30 people or so. There's a lot going on, but I'm also happy we have a lot of helping hands to make all of this possible.
2: And I just wanted to chime in real quick. Uh, You know, not from Stargaze, but just me as Bonzi and SSR, uh, our little DAO, uh, the community member, Cydia, like, uh, he or she, you know, I'm not sure. I always want to think a girl, but, you know, with Cydia, but I wasn't positive. Uh, part of our DAOs, like, um, uh, their funds have been staked as the house on gelato, and uh, he or she helped us set that up.
4: Well, luckily, it is a girl. You know, when I first met her, I was kind of questioning it, too. I was like, ah, huh. you know, people, most people who claim to be girls within this space actually aren't but she is, and she's been amazing. She's really helped onboard a lot of projects into GLTO Staking of the House. Kind of happy she helped onboard you. And that's kind of been our long-term goal is we want to provide projects and creators an opportunity to take part in all this revenue they're generating and do whatever they want with it, whether if they want to give it back to their own community, whether they want to use it to fund their own projects, feel free. But the way we make money is through Staking of the House. You know, we don't want to create some secondary way where, you know, we're somehow making extra money, you know, we're putting everything we can into staking of the house, and making that successful, so this way, everyone who participates in it can, you know, come out ahead.
2: Well, I know, too, like, the raffle system, um, I know King of Memes has set one up, too, for Awakening, it was City or Greece did one, too, and they also did, like, a graphic for it, so, like, uh, you know I, while well, I don't always talk to your guys as team directly like between SSR and like Gelato like you know I kind of love what's going on like we get a lot of interaction and like love setting things up with you guys uh, yeah I've looked at your guys' platform you know like kind of that raffle stuff um And speaking from personal, again, like, that's the kind of stuff that I'd love to see on Stargaze. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure that's kind of the thing where you're looking at, like, going permissionless. Um, But, like, seeing stuff like that add to Stargaze, like, that would be awesome.
4: I'll definitely drop this out for a little. Our plan, you know, hopefully Stargaze can become permissionless. And even if they don't, we still plan on doing this. Is we want to natively add the raffle support to Stargaze. This way it's much easier and anyone can partake in it but we also wanna build a animal racing game. So our, our plan, you know, for people who aren't familiar, we're building a game called Beast, which is essentially a monster battling, breathing, and customizing game. But before we launched that game, we built a lot of tech around it, which we wanna test drive to see if it works the way we want to transform NFTs the way we expect. And we plan to use this tech in an animal racing game. Essentially, people will have different animals, They can race, you know, with each other. People can take bets on the animal. You can boost your animals through racing. Also through other NFTs like coffee, ketamine, cocaine. You know, if you use too much on the animal, there's a chance you might burn your NFT and sort of, you know, make something that's really fun. So if Stargate goes permissionless, we'll definitely look to prioritize that. If it doesn't, we'll still do it, but it might come, you know, hopefully next year versus towards the end of this year.
2: Absolutely. And like right now, too, and I can't speak on it, but I know we use whitelisted developer addresses. So we do have kind of like this intermediate between permissioned and permissionless uh, where we do whitelist some addresses. I think right now it's only like the core team where they can push updates without going through governance. Um, I'm not sure if everyone was aware of that or not, but we do have that. I just don't think we've expanded too much into it at this point.
4: No, it's definitely great to hear, and we're definitely aware of that as well, too. You know, even for us, just governance is just such a hassle. I just can't tell you, like, you know, since Gelato has been here, maybe in total we've done, like, five governance proposals across different chains, and each time, just to get the community together, get all the impact, you know, get everyone together and sort of help push something, it takes so much effort and energy. So, yes, you know, for us who's kind of experienced in this ecosystem, it is easy to do so now, but. We just find it so like, you know, cumbersome or there's, there's so much, you know, friction there. So if we need to, we'll definitely try to pursue that route of getting whitelisted so we can easily deploy contracts there. We're kind of hoping, you know, the reason why Stargaze is kicking ass is because they created an environment where any creator can come and easily deploy their collection. Whether you're a serious person doing something seriously or you're just creating a fun collection. And because of this, we've seen some innovative collections from Bad Kids, Pixel Wizards, and other amazing collection. We're hoping to bring that same exact you know, environment that led to a success to smart contract deployment as well, too. Sort of just make it accessible for everyone. So this way, even though we can be whitelisted, it'd be nice if everyone had the same opportunity to sort of deploy an experiment.
2: Completely understood. Um, yeah, I don't have any other comments on that, uh, just to kind of, like, wrap that part up.
1: That's great. And um, before I jump to you, the I'm going to say it in Spanish, the jefe for 20. And we have one more giveaway. Yes, gangs, I have to say it properly. Uh, before <laughs> we have one more NFT to give away, gangs, please go ahead.
3: All right, here we go. I don't have any sound effects, so maybe... Bonzi, you want to make a sound effect?
2: Why do you have to put me on the spot like that?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Number 36. Number 36. Oh my gosh, Maria, you're going to have to count.
1: Okay, I'm going to count while we give the mic to the jefe. Uh, do you have any questions?
4: Hi, everyone. I uh, love uh, the alpha that was shared
0: today. Maria, tu Perfecta, me gusta mucho. Uh, just kind of wanted to say again, love all the alpha, but I'm not scared, Carlos! I'm not scared of you.
4: <laughs> Whoa, what was that? Uh, just making fun of the big boy shit, man. Sorry, but no, I love yeah, the alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for everything the gelato team is doing and uh nah man, this is ready for it. Yeah, Rest in peace, boy.
2: Shit, man uh we we wanted to make sure we had a few more answers to like to the questions that you had on the last space that we talked about um infinity swap and infinity pools um for other people here that didn't catch the first part of the space i would recommend going back and listening to it we shared kind of like a lot about how infinity pools work along with two other features coming to stargaze uh but yeah if you guys have any questions on anything about stargaze you know me and Gaines will do our best to answer them up
0: here
1: Also, the winner is Ayong, my friend, congratulations. You have a coffee note, which, by the way, if you don't know, is the NFT collection by Cosmos Coffee House that will guarantee you to enter weekly giveaways of really amazing NFTs on Stargate. So please DM me here and I got you covered. And now I know, I know that... Game ping something here that maybe sound familiar to some of you. NFT Nashville Gangs, What is that?
3: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So NFT Nashville is a NFT focused event that's coming up November 4th, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm hosting it along with Tank and Joe. So really looking forward to meeting everybody that can attend <clears throat> the The tickets are available to be purchased right now. You can buy them with Adam. You can also buy them with your credit card. Um, I have the, yeah, I have it up here pinned. So if you want to check that out, please go ahead and do it. And yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I know there's a lot of people in this space right here that will be there. So looking forward to that. And I have one more other announcement. Um, if you look at the, Alpha buying with different IBC assets with one click uh, tweet that I posted up here. I even included the preview how it will look. And basically, go to any NFT on the secondary marketplace and select to buy now with stars. And once you buy with like Adam or Osmo or USDC, the, the transaction basically gets swapped in the backend. So you're still technically buying it with stars, but not having to go through all of the trouble of swapping. So. Very, very cool that we have one-click, easy way to buy NFTs with other assets.
1: Bonsi, go ahead.
2: Uh, there was one thing that I wanted to touch on that I thought would be important to uh, because I- I've seen some questions on it already. I only saw a little bit of talking in the Discord. So again, gains I always back up to you if I misspeak. Uh, we recently posted a tweet where on Kepler you now need to add Stargaze as a favorite instead of it being an app. A lot of users asked why is this happening? Why is Stargaze not an app anymore? Uh, to my, best of my understanding, the way that the App Store is like regulating like updates and their kind of terms of agreement has changed, uh, where we can no longer do that for Kepler to be on the App Store. Gaines, does that sound correct?
3: You are correct, Bonzi. And it's, and it's super easy. You just basically put in the URL for Stargaze and then add it as a favorite and you're good to go. There's really not much that changed. And to be honest, I think it's a lot faster now. <laughs> Doing it this way is a lot faster. I've tested it out myself. and I, I enjoyed it. So no issues.
1: Plus how Luke Joe looks in that picture you share. Like amazing, right? see he's not here with that but he's still is always be
3: he's always here in spirit right
1: <laughs> exactly so yeah i think we have like a really really great show thank you so much guys for joining we dropped so many alpha here we even cool see amazing sneak peeks uh, from the from what is coming to stargaze i want to add as well i wish I will be able to go to NFT Nashville. But guys, if you're closer than me, be sure you go because I'm sure it's going to be a blast. And even though maybe I'm not there, I'm sure that some of my ladies may be. I'm just going to drop it there. With that being said, thank you so much, guys, for joining us. We're going to be here next Friday, 6 p.m. EST. Please, please. Give a follow, Bonsi, I give you the mic one second, give a follow to everyone here in the stage, Uh, Bonsi.
2: And sorry, I keep coming in with last minute things. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to mention, (laughs) no, I know, I know, I always think of things at the end, um, is that Stargaze again is hosting like a featured Halloween collection. On October 27th if you go to stargazers discord in the creators channel there is the application for creators if you want to submit a Halloween uh, themed collection Uh, you have until October 15th to submit and then we will contact the winners by October 17th
1: look at me raising my hand in my own show so Bonsey, i have a question for you about that actually uh, there is any requirement in terms of uh, prices as it was like last year
2: uh so what we are looking at is we will feature up to four collections this year uh, instead of eight we found a lot of creators you know some of them tend to drag their feet and it causes a lot of resource strain on our team side, which opens up the launch pad to airs, which we want to avoid. Uh, for requirements and pricing, you know we want to keep everything fairly affordable with four projects taking up the launch pad. We want more to be you know for the community and not necessarily like a money maker for the artists themselves. So I just want you know to give everyone a heads up if you're trying to make you know, Uh, If you have like a target of 300,000 stars, it's probably not something we're looking for. We're looking more so in that smaller collection, $20 per NFT range, or, you know, like a few hundred at like one to three or four dollars a piece. So, you know, just keep that in mind when you're submitting.
1: And we have one more thing because we don't want to go to bed here, guys. We don't want to. Games go ahead.
3: Oh my gosh! I'm sorry, Maria. One more thing from me and my team at Cosmo Spaces. Squids. Pixel squids. Pixel squids are coming. Squi- Squid
1: Squid <laughs> Guys, how cool they are. How cool they are! They even have telegram stickers. Come on, guys. Come on. Of course we want you in the show. We're going to give you the stage. We're going to give you the audience, but now I'm going to try to close this. This is the time if you want to add one last thing, no request guys, last second. No. Okay. So Again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, see you next week. Hope you all have a really great rest of your day, a really great weekend. And yeah, thank you so much, guys, for dropping all this alpha. Definitely super excited for what Stargate is bringing, for what lotto is building as well. And as I said, give everyone here a follow. Let's keep connecting, guys. Even though we're going through a beer market, you know, NFTs is what keep us here. As Red Gun says, let's make NFTs fun again. Okay, guys? Much love. Ciao, ciao.
0: Got him acting all faithless. Yo, fam, what? Check these token knocks like Steak, tobin' this bear, flexing broken knives. Oh, oh, I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting others, and then the end a long day of life. Never known the politic, I was born to frolic, it's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot, we got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top, we like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom, over impossible loss, it's all moss and I'm liking the odds, fondue in the morning, forming mycological bonds, Click the cap though the road is highly involved, flip a coin, diary falls, motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy, before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey, what could be worse, misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality. He's stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served <laughs> Trying to figure out the max amount of denylase, Stacked in non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Tearing apart your community. All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back ten, stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats, and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats, and if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers. motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape under the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served